From CBS News Bay Area, this is the Afternoon Edition. Right now on the Afternoon Edition, the end of the COVID emergency declaration in California, just the beginning of some big changes for families. Good afternoon, I'm Elizabeth Cook. And I'm Ryan Yamamoto. Inflation is rising at the fastest rate since June, and today food benefits got cut for more than 30 million Americans. The federal government increased SNAP food benefits during the COVID pandemic. That increase expired today. Because of how benefits are approved in March, people on SNAP benefits will still get the increased amount. This means starting in April, most families will see a benefit decrease of about $95 up to $250 a month. SFHSA estimates that approximately 70,000 CalFresh households, more than 96,000 San Franciscans, will lose a total of $11.5 million per month citywide. And during the pandemic, people who qualify for Medi-Cal were automatically renewed each year. Now individual counties have to audit all recipients before their benefits are renewed. Another COVID measure coming to an end in a lot of places, those eviction moratoriums meant to help renters during the pandemic. You're looking live to the East Bay where there's been a pair of differing decisions on this issue. That's from a protest held by landlords yesterday in Alameda County. That eviction moratorium is going to end in two months. Landlords there say the years-long pause on evictions has ruined them financially. One ended a hunger strike yesterday. Doing this as a living, and we're not cold-hearted people, and we also have sympathies to our tenants. But the policymakers should not just making laws that's purely one-sided. Meantime, in Berkeley, the city council there voted to extend their own eviction moratorium until August 31st. The differing approaches on evictions come as there is consensus on this. Housing and homelessness is still a huge issue in Alameda County. The county released a report late last year that showed its homeless population grew 22% since, since 2019. Around 10,000 people had nowhere to live as of last October. 16% of them lost their homes because of the pandemic. Well, voters in a brand new survey say homelessness is the most urgent issue now facing California. 84% call it a serious problem, while almost 7 in 10 voters say the state is doing too little to help the unhoused. That same poll found affordable housing was the second biggest issue. One temporary solution could be tiny homes. A student, a university student at Santa Cruz said finding affordable housing was so difficult he decided to build his own. As Jose Martinez shows us, his efforts could help other people get the tools they need to fight the housing crisis. You know, it's really small, but um, there's a great community here. Um, you know, everyone knows each other. Everyone, you know, respects each other here. Uh, we're all doing the same work. It's all part of a project known as Tiny House Village, materialized over the last five years, right here at the facilities of the community organization Barrios Unidos in Santa Cruz in response to the housing shortage in the region. This program mentors youth to teach them how to build their own tiny houses. I'm using this as kind of like a transition until I find a new house um, so that I have a, a stable place to stay. Now, Josh tells me that the program goes beyond just building homes. It's about creating a whole community here at Barrios Unidos where more people can enjoy spaces like this garden at affordable prices. 
by Kalikara and Bola, who went from living on the streets to living in this tiny house. It's home. We spent some time with him there, <laughs> at his home, where he can work on his art, from eat and sleep. I'm looked after. All thanks to the efforts of Nane Alejandres, director of Barrios Unidos. He tells me that six houses have been built so far, but the plan is going further. Eventually, what we would like to do for the future is to develop this whole property right here where we can develop, you know, 40 to 60 units. Nana says that building houses can cost between $1,500 and $5,000. For now, the organization has paid the pilot plan and only focuses on students and some people struggling to pay rent. I like this say, keep the artists alive and the artists will generate. And that's exactly what Kalikere has been doing since he became not only a resident, but the artist in residence of the center, returning the favor with his art. That's what being in America is. It gives me the privilege to serve and I've been doing that for Barrios and Barrios look out for me so I look out for Barrios. That is why Kalikra and Josh will continue building this dream that many consider the wave of the future in housing. Thank you much. <laughs> All right let's switch gears and take a live look over Mount Hamilton just completely covered in snow and it's gorgeous to look at. Luckily, we're getting a little bit of a break, but all that snow, especially in the Sierra, causing lots of uh, we're kind of losing our chopper there for a little bit, but it's causing a lot of big issues, uh, especially just because they have just been getting inundated with snow, especially in the Tahoe area. Let's get to first alert meteorologist Jessica Birch. Jess, it's gorgeous to see closer to home, but I know that the Sierra just keeps getting pummeled. You're totally right. And I mean, we're going to show some snow totals within the next couple minutes, and I'm going to show you it's been crazy. They've seen over 50 inches of snow throughout most of the ski resorts up there. Back here in the Bay, we saw a dusting of snow. Don't get me wrong, and we'll talk about that in a second, too. But taking a live look outside, what looks different today compared to yesterday? Oh, it's the blue skies. We're starting to see high pressure build over us, and it's warming us up, and it's drying us up. It's giving us this much-needed dry break. Current temperatures right now mostly ranging in the 50s and upper 40s. It'll be a chilly day today. We did start off this morning with pretty breezy conditions. It's slowly going to start to die down as we head into this afternoon. But, you know, we are getting this dry break today, tomorrow, and even as we head into Friday, too. That'll change once we head into the weekend. But long story short, like I said, we're going to start warming up just a little bit more. Current temperatures still ranging about 5 to 10 degrees below average this afternoon. It's a great day to get out there. Just make sure you bundle up and stay warm. Back to you guys. Grateful for the break. Thank you, Jess. Right now, by Lake Tahoe, an avalanche hit a three-story apartment building in Olympic Valley last night. The Placer County Sheriff says the avalanche was about 200 yards wide and 25 feet deep. Luckily, no one was hurt, but fire crews evacuated that building. They also evacuated other areas in case there's another avalanche. Mm. And snow in the Sierra is piling higher as some people are stranded and many are without power. Yeah, the widespread of snow impacting many parts of the state as the winter storm has now turned deadly. Jonathan Vigliotti now in Pollock Pines with the very latest. In California, it's been a winter of discontent. The season of storms has relentlessly dumped round after round of snow. With blizzard conditions overnight in elevated communities, dropping two to three inches of snow every hour. 
Sheriff's deputies in Northern California are using snowmobiles to check on trapped residents after many major roadways were shut down. Everyone here is feeling completely stuck. Most of the stores are running out of supplies. Uh, the gas stations appear out of gas. The storm has also turned deadly. An 80-year-old woman was killed when her snow-laden porch collapsed. Many in Southern California's San Bernardino Mountains have also been stranded. County officials declared a local emergency yesterday to get state and federal help clearing highways and neighborhoods. I'm standing in the middle of the road right now, and every time you take a step, my foot goes down about four feet. One shovel full at a time. Bruce Martz and his wife haven't been able to leave their vacation home in Lake Arrowhead for six days now. This is the real deal, and there's a lot of people in need up here. It's just a matter of who runs out of food first. The county says the snow it managed to plow yesterday will be replaced by another foot of snow by tomorrow. And with all that snowfall comes more heavy rain in lower regions and the potential for mudslides like this one, which came dangerously close to this home. It's like 50 feet from the house. Right now we gotta get to a hotel. Ooh, that is just dangerous there. And we showed you this live look of Half Dome yesterday. Well, we couldn't see it because it was too cloudy and snowy. Uh, here's an update of all the amount of snow that's fallen at the Looks like a postcard right there. Mm -hmm. Park rangers say in some areas they've reported up to 15 feet of snow. That park is shut down indefinitely.